Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, we're back at full strength on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, Holly Roberts is back. Oh, we're so glad to have you back, Holly. Uh, and we hope that everybody had a great holiday, Holly. We hope you had a nice vacation. Um, but, you know, you missed something while you were gone. Mm. And this was big. This was like the big news last week. Uh, and it continues into this week. And that is the news that Ghislaine Maxwell, the right-hand uh, woman of Jeffrey Epstein, who took part in the grooming of multiple um, underage women uh, and was complicit in the rape of those women, has been uh, captured <laughs> because she was on the lam for a hot second uh, and arrested. Mm. Well, yeah, that story happened last week, but yeah. the story continues into this week, and it's going to continue for the foreseeable future. So there were stories, you know, popping, uh, popping, and twisting and shaking, mm-hmm. and coming out onto the internet's all uh, weekend long. Um, I have a lot to say about Ms. Well, I you thing. are in the right place. Then. Good. <laughs> um, but I will begin with the headline that I was like, what? Epstein's alleged accomplice pictured posing on British throne with Kevin Spacey. What? Mm. And then I'm treated Mm -mm. to a photo of none other than Ghislaine Maxwell sitting sitting in the queen's chair. Literally the actual throne. You know when people say like, I'm sitting on the throne. Yeah, no. She's not on the queen's toilet. On the actual throne. Sitting next to none other than equally disturbing, grody gross, Nasty nast, Kevin Spacey. It's like Public like, Enemies numbers one and two. Uh, a non-dynamic duo of doo-doo sitting on, mm. um, you know, one of the most hallowed uh, humps of royal... I don't know. I'm I just trying to come, come up, up with, with an alliteration. <laughs> anyway, here's the thing. I, I read about that story and I realized <laughs> very quickly, oh, of course they were sitting on the throne because they're besties with whom... Prince Andrew. Yeah, who, Prince that Nasty. Was, which, by the way, that was like his move. Like, Prince, this is not the first time we've read of Prince Andrew trying to impress people by giving them access mm-hmm, to the Queen's throne. And, and again, things. I don't mean the toilet. Like, look at the scepter. I don't even know her. Was that suggestive? Duh. So, anyway, <laughs> the moral of the story is of course, this cabal of Canasty. I don't know. <laughs> Kadum. Gross. Yeah. Um, so I looked at that, sto- you know, that story. Criminals. The- <laughs> I looked at that story over the weekend and just thought, oh my God, this is a movie that I need to see stat. I want to know, like, I don't need to see all the disgusting things, all the criminal things, uh, because we know a lot of them from, you know, actual documentaries and such. But um, I do want to register a complaint, and then I can tell you there's another story that maybe we can talk about that came out um, today about Ghislaine Maxwell. 
The thing that I have the biggest issue with right now, and tell me what you think about this, is the constant drumbeat uh, by the media calling her Jeffrey Epstein's accomplice or Jeffrey Epstein's right hand man. Like literally the, the headline for the CNN article, CNN article is Epstein's alleged accomplice. And you see this all over. And to a certain extent, I understand why, because the the general public maybe doesn't understand what a Ghislaine Maxwell right. is. Right. But if you say Epstein's alleged accomplice, that paints a picture for the low-informed yeah, reader. Yeah, it connects her to the dirty dog. But the biggest problem I have with that, do you know what that is? Can well, you imagine? Well, is that she's a criminal her own self. Yeah. Allegedly, she, equal criminal to Jeffrey Epstein. The only difference is... That um, she is not as rich as Jeffrey Epstein was, is maybe overshadowed by his privilege and the extent of his crimes, because I don't know that anyone is alleging she is uh, she is alleged to have engaged in the same level of criminality mm-hmm. that Jeffrey Epstein did. But she's a criminal in her own right. If you read the 18 page and I didn't read the whole thing, but I'm going to pretend I did. I scanned it with my eyeballs and clickety clacked mm-hmm. through that 18 page indictment. Mm-hmm. Um, this woman doesn't need to be linked to anybody to be made worse in the eyes of the public. As far as I'm right. concerned, right. She is equal in terms of her, uh, nasty. Yeah. Her gross, her nasty. And I kind of feel like it's a little bit of now I'm going to go there. I'm sorry. Go. Sexism. It's a little sexist oh, yeah. to not treat, to treat her like she, you know, she was l- lured into this criminal uh, behavior by Jeffrey Epstein because he was a powerful man. So it's interesting you bring that up because I had read an article in the Daily Mail. Don't ask me why I was there in the first place. Sometimes I just like to troll through their headlines to see kind of how they're spinning things. Mm-hmm. Um, and allegedly one of her her friends um, or a, a source close to Ghislaine Maxwell spoke with the Daily Mail and said of Ghislaine that she was a victim too because she was under the thumb of Jeffrey Epstein and he had so much dirt on her that she couldn't she couldn't go against him and i you know reading that i thought to myself hmm i I cannot imagine what would be so awful that you would continue for years, years to perpetrate that kind of criminal activity. Would you sexually assault children if somebody had never, dirt on you? Never. Okay. Never. So that's an easy one. For I don't me. care how dirty the dirt is. You know what I'm saying? Year old girls. Unbelievable. Teenage I mean, teenage women. She's evil. Yeah. I'm fine saying that. Yeah. And again, Alleged. alleged she's entitled to her day in court but um you know jeffrey epstein wasn't convicted uh he was initially but that's a long story anyway he was you know awaiting further actual charges mm-hmm. so you could say the same of him but that's just a you know a legal talking point if you believe the accounts by the victims in this case then you would have to accept that she is guilty of crimes that don't it's not like and I think honestly, and I think this is one of the charges that she's facing is lying, um, you know, in depositions. Um, she tried to paint this picture that she didn't know anything. So th- she's not making that argument. She's mm-hmm. not making the argument that she was like forced to do things because, you know, the evil, uh, dastardly 
bad guy Jeffrey Epstein was holding something over her head, like some Lifetime movie special. Um, no, actually, she claims that she didn't know anything about Jeffrey yeah. Epstein's evil doings, even though he, I shouldn't even, I mean, to use the word evil is just like a, you know, it was criminal behavior, and she she claims in her defense that she was not aware of any of it mm-hmm. when, like, the house cleaner, the housekeeper, yeah. when, like, the gardener, when, like, the guy who was doing the lawns on his pedophile yeah. island because all of the people in the Bahamas called it, or Jamaica, I can't remember. It was in... In the Caribbean. In the Caribbean, Yeah. The people, the like the locals were like, that's pedophile island. They knew. Yeah, they, they knew. knew. But like his bestie, I had no idea. Who's, by the way, don't even get me started, in the background of the picture of Prince Andrew and Virginia Giffrey. Yeah, like, he has his arms around the very woman who claims that she was raped by Jeffrey Epstein. And, oh, by the way, Prince Andrew. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just looking over the shoulder. I do want to say this. If there are people who are sort of entering into this story now and are thinking like, okay, I've heard you guys talk about this uh, Virginia Giffrey, but like, I don't really know uh, a lot about it. Now is the perfect time to watch Filthy Rich. Mm -hmm. I mean, truly, truly, truly now is the perfect time because you see the stories of the victims and you see it painted in such a way you will fully understand what, uh, what, Ghislaine Maxwell's part in all of this was. And I don't doubt that, like, you know, obviously she's got a lot of money and power and influence and she... And secrets, and by secrets the way. And secrets and lies. Um, if I were her, I would be very... I would keep my eyeballs open at all mm-hmm. times. I would not let any unlocked doors uh, happen in my presence. Because if, if by all accounts, she has names... Mm-hmm. I don't Which think she does. I don't think she's going to name names. Like, I don't think you're going to have like Ghislaine Maxwell doesn't strike me as the kind of person. And I know her well. Not right. at all. Yeah. We go way back we to when back. I watched this docu-series. Yeah. I don't know Netflix. everything, <laughs> but um, she doesn't strike me as the kind of person that's going to like go, okay, you got me guys. I'm going to tell you everything I know. No, she comes from a world of power uh, and influence where, you know, the privileged few ap- appreciate uh, all sorts of benefits and things that neither of us ever would, um, and probably thankfully so. But like, she's not going to just turn around and be like, "Okay, I'll tell you everything." And no. Also, Alan Dershowitz and uh, Bill Clinton and mm-hmm. Donald Trump. Ooh, names. She will. Uh, here's. I mean, Google it. She, I. It's pretty light. Yeah, Google it. Seriously. <laughs> um, I do think it's likely though she will be judicious about the names she does share. Meaning she might share some lower stakes names. Uh like Bob in, McCracken. In exchange well, in exchange for, you know, who knows yeah. what. But you're right. Like, yeah, she got she I'd be looking over my shoulder. If I were I her. would not be turning out no lights. No. Oh my god. I would never sleep. Forget about it. Um in any case, we we this is like right up our alley in terms of like where we've been putting our attention and how fascinated we are with the story. And so trust us that as updates are made available, we will be on it like she was on the Queen's throne. Thank you very much. Am it's I just right? Rude, by the way. 
Well, that is just... Now, like, if I were the queen, I'd be like, can somebody Somebody get... wash that thing well, and get me a new one. Get some Febreze on that no, at a minimum. The, um, what's the, the people with the cleaner? Okay. You know, the carpet <laughs> I'm gonna cleaning I'm going to need some people. help. Zero res. Zero res. Get the zero res <laughs> over to the throne and uh, wash that yeah, crap. Yeah, it's true. Thank you. Ugh. Ugh. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, <laughs> from the most horrendous human being to one of the most delightful human beings. Elizabeth Reese Aww. is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has arrived with all that dirt. Hi, Elizabeth. Well, hello, Hi. Welcome back. Thank you. I had a nice week off. Oh. Mm. I feel rejuvenated. What is that you sound like? rejuvenated. I know it does. It's good. You know that's what they say. You need to take a week to just really check out, mm-hmm. and that's what I did. So it felt good. Did you read some good books? Sorry, it's the mm, dirt alert, but I wanted to bit. know. I'm listening to White Fragility on Audible. Oh, that's right now. a great one. So, which is just life changing. Yes. in every way. And then I watched some good stuff. I watched Athlete A. I mentioned that this morning. I think everybody needs to watch it. How it's was about that? The USA Gymnastics sexual oh, abuse yeah. scandal. Yes. It was. So well done. It's on Netflix. It's a, a documentary about this whole situation. And a Minnesotan named Maggie Nichols, who is a big-time gymnast, she was featured prominently along with her family. Oh. So I really think that you should watch it. She's from Little Canada. Awesome. And she is a brave, brave young woman who essentially sacrificed her Olympic dreams when oh, wow. she oh. reported Larry Nassar's abuse. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, it's really amazing. So I think you should watch that. And I then will. we were watching the Michael Jordan docu-series i also um am heavy now into the third season of the crown finally oh thank right. you're you busy. where are you i uh, i just finished episode five oh last wow you night. are into it okay good. yeah yeah are you loving it i'm loving it oh, yeah good. i love the crown olivia coleman i've oh. kind of been holding it just because i knew i was gonna love it so much that i was just sort of waiting for yeah. when i was ready to just right. delve in and then you don't fun. want it to be over i don't want it to be over so it's fun that it's not over <laughs> well said until it is until it is um you know we have to talk about nick cordero because i just mm. think this is so oh, sad just, today it's so awfully sad and people are just so brokenhearted um hollywood and broadway mourning the death of late theater star nick cordero he did all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey Stephen diener hosted the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or uap for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Die yesterday after his months-long battle against coronavirus. His uh, longtime friend, Zach Braff, 
really led the celebrity tributes that were pouring in. And he said um, the last thing he ever texted me was to look out for his wife and one year old son, Elvis. And I promised the world they will never oh. they will never want for anything. I feel so incredibly grateful. I got to have Nick Cordero enter my life. His wife, Amanda, has been, um, you know, documenting his health battle the entire time. Yeah. She's been talking a lot about it. And she's been really upfront and honest and mm-hmm. open. And she just said that her heart is broken. I mean, the, what else do you say? I mean, it, it, it has been it, it has been a long road. Um, and I think there were so many times where there was a little spark of hope. Right. And I, I think this is meaningful to everybody who has followed. I mean, obviously it's meaningful, period. But to everybody who followed along and saw her really be vulnerable and open about what this oh, journey so has been like. She's so brave and also so, it just, yeah, it's just heartbreaking. I'm just terribly sad for her and her family. Well, for, and she, you know, she family. really helped by sharing this story. She helped open people's eyes who maybe thought that they were immune to the effects mm-hmm. yeah. of COVID-19 because Nick Cordero is healthy, fit, and 41 years old. Yeah, And was- that's not, that's not the typical death sentence that we're hearing mm-hmm. with this disease right right well and i i think a lot of people are following the story for just that reason and every time we saw a headline it just seemed like it would get worse and then there'd be a little bit of hope mm-hmm. and you know i think a lot of people ultimately were shocked to learn that he he did in fact pass away yeah and- there was just a lot of hope i think there um mandy moore is responding to her ex-husband who has apologized to her publicly, and she says he should have done it privately. She's not heard from him. Um, So Mm -hmm. we're talking about Mandy Moore and her ex-husband, Ryan Adams. And she has said in the past that she was a victim of emotional abuse during their relationship. Um, She made these allegations almost a, a little over a year ago. And she talked to Hoda Kotb today about her return to music with her album, Silver Landings. And he, Ryan Adams, had written a Daily Mail essay in which he apologized for his past actions, saying there are no words to express how bad I feel about the ways I've mistreated people throughout my life and career. And um, Mandy Moore said it's challenging because in many ways, I feel like I've said all I want to say about him and that situation but it find it curious that someone would make a public apology but not do it privately. I mean, she is absolutely right. She's totally right. And it is it is pretty clear at least to me that this was a publicity um He's trying move. to get his way out of this. Yeah. She said, "I'm speaking for myself, but I have not heard from him, and I'm not looking for an apology necessarily. I just find it curious." That someone would sort of do an interview about it without actually making amends privately. Yeah. Now, you'll remember in February of 2019, there was a New York Times report where women accused Ryan Adams of being manipulative, controlling and obsessive. And at the time, he denied these claims to the Times via his attorney. But Mandy Moore and Ryan Adams were married for six years. And in the time, she said that she lost herself, that he would belittle her and um, and really just completely sidetracked her career yeah. and yeah. destroyed her career. Yeah, I think like if you're going to make a statement publicly about some private behavior, maybe like, I don't know. It just makes seems... them, well, yeah, talk privately first. Yeah, because otherwise it just, I mean, the I optics. don't know. It doesn't make any sense no. to me. If I felt like I owed someone an apology, I think I would 
just give them an apology. And his apology in the Daily Mail is, all I can say is that I'm sorry. It's that simple. This period of isolation and reflection made me realize that I needed to make significant changes in my life. I've gotten past the point where I would be apologizing just for the sake of being let off the hook. And I know full well that any apology from me probably won't be accepted by those I've hurt. I get that. And I also understand that there's not going back. I know he's afraid. Like he's afraid to say to that because he's afraid that if they don't let him off the hook, how will he handle that? But that means it's still selfish. Yeah, exactly. The problem is that the, the business of forgiveness or amends happens between two people, not between a person and the whole public. Um, it would be one thing if he had gone to them and they had mutually agreed. I just have a lot more respect for people who take care of that amend making and apology forgiveness situation privately. Yeah. Well, and you can do both. But you can do both. But to do to do one absent of the other, uh, in this case, to do the public apology absent of the personal apology. Yeah. It tells you everything you need to know that this is really about him finding his way back into the public favor and not really about his heart mm-hmm. wanting to um, make amends for a for a wrong. Yeah. Or not yeah. wanting to make anything better for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, OK, before I go, Scott Disick and Sophia Ritchie spent the 4th of July together months after their split and Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson together over the fourth. Okay. I mean, everything, everything old, old is, is new, new again. again right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so true. And then Kanye's running for president. No, he's not. I no. can't even. <laughs> no. I cannot. I mean, Elizabeth TikTok. Reese, thank yeah. you Thanks, so much for that dirt alert. Hey, Bye, Elizabeth. we need somebody to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. 651 641 1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you'll win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 right here. On the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. See your finger. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And this is your 30 second pop culture we challenge. We're on the air. 30 second pop challenge. Who's on the phone? Thanks for hey, asking. Holly, who's on the phone? We have Sarah on the phone. Oh. What is Sarah playing Hi. for? Sarah's playing for this. A My Talk 1071 t shirt. Oh. Hey, you ready, Sarah, to play the 30 second pop culture challenge? I am. Okie doke. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Mandy Moore currently stars on what network TV drama? This is us. Chris Martin is the lead singer of what band? Uh, pass. Who plays Captain America in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Chris Pine. Uh, another Chris. Oh, Chris Hemsworth? Nope, no. another Chris. <laughs> Pass. Who is the star and creator of the TV show Atlanta? Pass. Oh, oh I'm so Sarah, sorry, I'm sorry, Sarah. 
Sarah did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge today. However, Sarah and anybody else who wants to try can play tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay, let's get to the questions she didn't get correct. Mandy, oh no, she got that. Chris Martin is this lead singer of what band? Coldplay. Who play, which Chris plays Captain America? That's the Evans one. Yeah, Ugh. I know there's a lot of Chris's. I know. Who is the star and creator of the TV show at Ulta. That would be Donald Glover. Which celebrity chef goes by the name the Barefoot Contessa? Ina Garten. We love her. Uh, now that we've answered all of those questions, we can. Bradley, by the way, you're a regular Ina Garten. I Why? just went to the refrigerator to get oh. out all the goodies that you made for me. Oh, oh by the yes. way, if I were you, I would um, separate the cookie bars from the kimchi. Yeah. It was a little diapery in the bag, so I've just part of that is the refrigerator. Oh, I was gonna kitchen. say, yes, please note the refrigerator itself is also a doo-doo fest. It's diapery. But it's fish sauce yes. and chocolate not don't necessarily. Not a good sitch. All right. Now that we've answered all those questions and talked about the food that Bradley brought for me, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Celebrity gossip mysteries coming at you. Hey, by the way, Holly. Yeah. Um, thanks for doing this segment. You're welcome. Because <laughs> I I pulled the oh. blind items last week while you were gone. Uh huh. And it's a lot, man. He's he's feeling grateful. I'm yeah. grateful too. I will receive your gratitude mm. by giving you this first celebrity gossip mystery. Yes. This A-list entertainer slash host is scrubbing their social media clean because of a lot of photos and things said in the past that aren't they're now being asked to explain. Mm. That a Ryan I, Seacrest? I was going to say Ryan Seacrest, too. Oh, no. Oh, oh. <gasps> no. Mm, A-list entertainer slash oh. Ellen? Kanye. Oh. To you both? Oh. oh. No. Now, this one... I'll guess host would be the... the Yes, so they're an entertainer and a host. They've Uh, also been a music star at a certain point in their entertainment uh, career. And they have completely wiped their social media clean. Oh, oh, RuPaul. (gasps) I saw this over the weekend and I was trying to figure out what was going on, Queen of Fracking. What? (laughs) Oh. So, RuPaul is scrubbing. His social media clean because of a lot of photos and things said in the past that they're now being asked to explain. I I could not understand. Uh, I saw that wow. Rue had remo- removed removed oneself from uh, social media, but I could not see a precipitating moment or reason. It, presumably, this is just some sort of preemptive behavior. Well, we're not really sure, but there's lots of conspiracy theories going around. If one of those uh, drag race uh, followers out there right? has any ideas, please let us know because I need to understand fracking. What? Well, <laughs> to your point, Bradley, that is one of the reasons, one of the theories that people have is that RuPaul has some land out in Wyoming Yep, that RuPaul has leased. Allegedly, sixty thousand acres, by the way, to be exact, to do a little, uh, to do a little fracking, and that would be mm. digging for oil mm-hmm. under the earth 
in a very unscientific way. Mm-hmm. That is my explanation for it. Now, mm-hmm. my conspiracy theory, my tinfoil hat is on. We'll go over here a little bit. Okay. okay. That the judge ordered a temporary shutdown of the Dakota ah, Access Pipeline today. Interesting. Interesting. So maybe the queen of fracking doesn't want any fracking attention. Mm. You know. Interesting. Or it could just be a tease for a new season of RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't know. Oh, okay. We just check your Twitter. Twitter. I knew. Check your Twitter. Twitter Twitter.com. I don't know that it has anything to do with fracking. Oh, okay. Oh. 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 So we're just going to. Thanks, Panda. (laughs) Wow. Well, that would be RuPaul in a Confederate flag dress. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At a minimum. Uh-huh. Ooh. All right. So, okay. not fracking. <laughs> All right. So, we'll move on to our next celebrity gossip mystery. Now, you'll have to follow the bouncing ball for this one because there's a lot going on in these few words. So, behind the scenes of a recently canceled talk show, was the never-ending group of people, including a late-night talk show host from an entirely different network who always talk crap about the now-canceled show to any network executives they ran into at parties or dinner. Oh. So basically what the blind item is saying, that there was a group of people, including a late-night talk show host, that would talk crap about this recently canceled talk show. And maybe the crap that they were talking maybe got into the ear of people who could maybe make decisions mm. about whether or not this show would be canceled or on the air. Oh. Interesting. So think What's about been canceled. I guess I haven't Carney? been paying attention. Jenny Jones. <laughs> <laughs> but you're in the right time of day. This oh, so it's a, like a midday show. Yeah, so this is a midday show. Um, is Rachel Ray still on? She still is on. I cannot believe that. But okay. The that has been long canceled. <laughs> what has been recently canceled? I don't even know. Now, Corona. I'm trying to think of Corona cancellations. Now, I will tell you that this show was recently canceled. And a hint for you is that this daytime talk show was preempted by special coronavirus coverage. Oh, Donahue? Kelly. Donahue. Sorry. Kelly and, uh, or not Kelly, um, uh, her former host. Co-host. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold What's on. What's his name? Uh, Michael. Michael Strahan. Strahan. So it was somebody, at, or Michael and yes. somebody. Yes, I'll just give you the name. Strahan, Sarah, and Kiki. Uh-huh. Has been canceled. Which was I mean, I didn't even out. remember it was there. <laughs> now, put to, well, because it hasn't been since March, because mm. it was preempted by Pandemic, What You Need to Know, which is a daily COVID report from Amy Robach from ABC News. Now, Going back to our blind item to put it all together. Mm-hmm. So we have the show, Strahan, Sarah, and Kiki. Now think of a late night talk show host who would be talking crap about this Ooh. show. And think about that person in relation to specifically Michael Strahan. Well, okay. Kelly is the only one that I would know. Who yeah. does Kelly know? So a fr- Oh, 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 Andy Cohen. <gasps> ding, ding, gay There friend. it was. Oh, look Keep at you. Keep your mouth shut. Look at you doing the Miss thing, the work. Thinking she got opinions. Mm-hmm. So behind <laughs> behind the scenes of the recently canceled Strahan, Sarah, and Kiki. So there was un- behind the scenes a group of different people, including Andy Cohen, who were talking crap about Strahan, 
Sarah and Kiki mm. to any network executives that they ran into at parties or dinners. So Rude. maybe planting the seeds, Andy Cohen, who was friends because with Kelly Because maybe Rippa, Kelly who, was talking out of the side of her mouth like, hey, hey, Andy, maybe you could like, you know. Interesting. 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 <sighs> do we have time for one more? Let's do it. You're gonna, do let's it. just do it quickie. quickie. You guys are going to get this right away. Here we go. Our, another, our next celebrity gossip mystery. If you're a well-known celebrity or singer or actress and post on social media about freeing the permanent A-list singer mm. in quotation marks, you're going to get a call from your agent or manager to delete the post because they have received a call pressuring them. It's happened a half a dozen times in the past month or two. Uh, that's going to be Britney. Oh, I was like, who's in jail? <laughs> no, Bradley <laughs> Trainer. <laughs> so if you're Miley Cyrus, if mm-hmm. you're Cher, Which, if you're yeah. any number of celebrities talking about, quote unquote, freeing Britney Spears, you're going to get a call from your agent or manager to delete those posts because the agent or the manager have received a call pressuring them to ask their clients to delete the posts. I'm, I want to know so much more about this and I can't. Interesting. Holly, thank you for those delicious thank blind you, items. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, Bradley and I did our due diligence and watched some television this weekend. We're going to tell you what we watched and what we thought about it after this on My Talk 1071. Well, we watched some television this weekend. I know that surprises you not at all. Um, but it turns out we both watched uh, one of the hot new shows on Netflix. Ha! This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. When we talk about what we're watching, we do a little here's what we're watching live. You, you guys watch that television show together, don't you? Don't you? Team Cobra presents Here's, here's What We're here. Watching Live. Do you want to tell them what we watched, Bradley? Oh, my God. Well, we independently watched this. I didn't mm-hmm. know you were watching this and vice versa. I sat down and watched um, the first few episodes of a new show, which is actually an old show. It's a reboot, I think is what the kids mm, call it. That's what the kids call it. Unsolved Mysteries. Mm. What? Ooh, getting Unsolved Mysteries. I mean, I just love the music. Okay, can I make a bold claim? Yes, make can I that make bold. a bold claim? I wish you would. In 1989, Barb McCracken didn't show up for work. Her husband Phil did, and this is their story. No, I actually think the new series is better than the old, and okay, I say why? that having not watched the old series in probably. 20, 30 years. And that is a fully uninformed opinion. No, I'm but, kidding. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, I, re- I was like, I was impressed at yeah. the at the reboot of Unsolved Mysteries. For those of you who don't remember, just really quickly, Unsolved Mysteries is, <laughs> as the title indicates, mysteries that are unsolved. Okay, can I, okay. So first of all, I have to tell you about the hilarious moment at our house. When we watched the first episode, I started to do what I do at nighttime when we're watching a show. I start to doze off about 10 minutes before it's over. Yeah. Because, like, I turn into a pumpkin at 10. Yeah. So I'm, like, starting to doze off, and my husband is like, no, it's almost over. It's almost over. I'm like, I'll I'll catch up tomorrow. So I go to bed, wake up the next morning, and he's like, I, I was like, did you watch that? And he goes, yeah, I did. He goes, and then it occurred to me, 
they don't solve the mystery. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's called it's Unsolved, Unsolved Mysteries, Mysteries you but fool. But he brings up a really good point, which is the fact that this show, even the first time around, a show with a mystery that you will leave not knowing how it all turned out, the fact that people flocked to it the first time and that we still will watch it is kind of amazing. But I think the the, the reason is because you get to play detective. Right? right, like so, you get to do the thing in your head, as um, I know I was doing as I watched, where you're like, "Well, I think this is what happened. Like that guy was no good, and I'm sure he had something to do with it." Mm-hmm. Um, so each episode is probably what between forty five and an hour. I haven't looked, but it felt like an hour ish. Yeah, episode. Yeah. Um, and I did want to acknowledge their storytelling. So. You know, this is not like like there are all these shows on on cable now, oh, cable, whatever that is. There are all these television shows <laughs> on satellite <laughs> on, uh, on my uh, boob tube. There are all these shows where it's like just sort of a recitation of a crime, right? And they have like you know, investigator uh, McCracken. <laughs> They're all named McCracken. They're so busy, the McCracken. The McCracken, the McCracken family. family is just, they're everywhere. But like, you know, they'll be like, ah, this was a, my worst case, and it was really bad, and here's what happened. This, the storytelling in this show is really good. It is. And the way that it's filmed is really good. They did do away with sort of like the cheesy reenactments, which were a highlight of the original series. I was series. mildly bummed about that. I was also trying to remember... Was there a character in a movie or on a TV show that was a reenactor? Because if not, that would be the gr- a great character, a person who only does reenactments. Oh, sure, you know, like the yeah. cheesy reenactments. But um, they did have reenactments in this. They just it it was all filmed very well. Yeah, and they they really approached the series with respect to the content mm-hmm. and presented these stories in a way that actually, and here was the other thing that I think uh, is why people love something that's unsolved. A, you get to play detective yourself, but B, it also breathes life into these, you know, cold cases mm-hmm. such that I think now more than ever, it is well-timed uh, to tell these stories mm-hmm. because of social media and the way that the internet sort of like crowdsources stuff. You know um, what? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, I think that those two things indicate why a show like this can be popular right now. So it reminds me of the other thing I was engrossed in all weekend long, which was reading the book, I'll be gone in the dark, which is the book by Michelle McNamara mm-hmm. about the golden state killer when Michelle McNamara died after working on that project for umpty foo years, um, she did not have the satisfaction of knowing that they would eventually catch the Golden State Killer. And so she was sort of working on these stories to tell the story, but what it, she tapped into was this network of online sleuths who were always trying to solve that case. And I think to your point, Bradley, the thing that people now are doing with these unsolved mysteries is if something gets the their hooks, the hooks in them, you know, mm-hmm. they will then do their amateur online sleuthing. And a lot of I mean, in the with the old unsolved mysteries, remember, we would get updates mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. 48 hours after yes. you know, airing our episode. 
then Bob this... McCracken was arrested. <laughs> exactly. Well, the producers of this new Unsolved Mysteries have said that they've received three tips yeah. that they've passed on to the FBI already. Which is amazing. Lots of credible tips. In fact, um, I also found an article that had sort of, you know, a rundown of um, some of the tips that they've received. And and I, it just... I did say this earlier when we were talking about it. There is something a little disconcerting about the fact that, like, murder and kidnapping and, like, disappearing people is, like, giving me some, like, calm and distraction (laughs) in this moment. Like, what does that say about where we are? But I really did find myself... This is, like, one of the few things I've actually gone, ooh, I can't wait to sit on my couch and watch. And I will say I watched um, the third episode last night, which... Woof! If you've watched it, it's one where you will literally go like, "Oh, this is gonna be not." Oh my god! What? Okay, so oh it's my so funny. god! It's so funny that you brought that up because that's the episode that's tonight for us because okay, we well, watch one episode a night. Oh, yeah. Now, does the new Unsolved Mysteries have a presenter like Robert Stack? No, and I was gonna say I think that's another good a good decision yeah. they made was that um there's just text. That sort of at the end gives you like, you know, Bob McCracken never was heard from again. If you have any tips, let us know. But but they did. The, I, I think that's a good choice versus having like some like Mario Lopez show right. up and try to do like a <laughs> well, knockoff Robert Stack. And that's Stack. the problem. Nobody can do Robert Stack. And yeah. so th- it was wise of them to not go that route. Yeah, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm with I'm you. I'm glad Mario Lopez didn't get that game. No, but yeah. Phil McCracken, he threw his hat in the ring. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay, guys. We just got to talk about fireworks. Sound off on the fireworks. 651-641-1071. It was crazy out there this weekend. We'll be back after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.